Well, welcome in to the Vernal Equinox. And I know, I know, that was yesterday. But I really wanted to get that Kelly Surtees material about Mars, you know, the whole connection that we talked about yesterday, Mars, Jupiter, and Capricorn. I really wanted to get that into your hands because I just thought that was more relevant than the equinox coming in, which really it didn't come in until like 11-something p.m. Eastern time last night. So this is the first full day, really, of the of the equinox. But I know, technically yesterday, celebrated on the Fun Astrology podcast today. Hi, Thomas Miller. Thanks for joining us. By the way, on a programming note... If you want to hear just a really upbeat, positive, encouraging interview, check out Subconscious Mind Mastery. I talked to Michelle Blood, and wow, was I blown away. She's done a lot of work with Bob Proctor, if you're familiar with who he is, and just a dynamo and a very positive, not a Pollyanna, very realistic. She tells a story of an automobile accident that shifted her perspective on reality. And that's over on Subconscious Mind Mastery, released yesterday on the Equinox, <laughs> on the official Equinox. But Michelle Blood, and uh, that would be a great, just encouraging thing. If you're, especially if you're at home, uh, check it out. And there are some freebies in there that she provided as well. Now, typically, I would spend a couple of podcasts talking about the energy around this new sun sign. That We've kind of fallen into that, and I think it's a good exercise to do. So you're going to be all pissed off and aggressive. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I got Mars sitting on my sun, so it's like, you don't think I don't know? Uh, yeah, I mean, when the sun moves into Aries, there is a definite additional aggression. And the problem with that is... A lot of the world is on some kind of a lockdown right now. So this is going to be really interesting to see how this plays out. But the thing I really wanted to just focus on today, and I'm going to keep this short because I've got a very full agenda, if you don't mind. We'll keep talking about it through the weekend and we'll discuss it next week. But the thing that I think we need to keep our eye on is that Aries is two signs removed from Capricorn. So it's obviously Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces, Aries. Now, that makes it a square relationship. Now, it's a square 365 days a year. But as the sun moves in, that's obviously some activating energy. Now, right now, the only thing that the sun will square pretty soon is the south node. That happens on Tuesday, and we'll revisit that on Tuesday, probably on Monday as well, because we're going to be keeping our eye on all these squares as they shape up. But it's going to be another couple of weeks, three weeks, before we get to the dynamite. And that's going to be first Jupiter and then Pluto. But as we keep our eye on that square, remember that the real action for Mars, as we talked about yesterday, is still up in Capricorn. So the update on that is it has crossed over Jupiter. So at least that's on a waxing phase. That energy will start to diminish. It's a degree past Jupiter today but it's coming up on Pluto. That will be Monday's business, actually Sunday night. It happens at 1.20 a.m. Monday morning when Mars conjuncts Pluto. So we're by no means out of the woods on that. That was the emphasis of yesterday's episode because I just really wanted to get that material in your hands. But for today, we can celebrate the first full official fun astrology first day of spring as the sun has moved into Aries. 
So here's just a quick little astrology, fun astrology 101, <laughs> quick tip, if you will, about the tropical zodiac. So one of the differences, you probably have seen these articles about the difference between tropical and sidereal. And of course, there's a big argument among astrologers that one is right and one is the other. And then some people will say, oh my gosh, why did my sun and Aries all of a sudden turn into, into Pisces? I'm not a Piscean for crying out loud, I'm an Aries. And how could they be that different, right? In sidereal, I'm a Libran. Not. <laughs> so what's the difference? Well, the tropical zodiac is built on or is based on the seasons. So we start the tropical zodiac yesterday at 11.50, whatever it was last night. And that becomes the first sign of the zodiac, Aries, which becomes the first house if you're following whole sign. And that's a really good way symmetrically to at least to learn. I dance between whole sign and Placidus very freely. And I know Steve Forrest, who I just finished the Book of Fire, and it was just released. I think I mentioned it yesterday. The Book of Fire is out. So if you want something to do over the weekend, want a good astrology audiobook to curl up with, why the Book of Fire is on Audible now. So you can pick it up. And I think it'll be on iTunes. Generally, it's a few days later. But Steve says, pick one house system and just stay with it. I have found wonderful nuggets within both, so I dance between the two. But if you are learning astrology, then whole sign is a great place to start just because it's so much more symmetric, and you're not having to divide houses, and basically it's just a lot easier to see the aspect angles as well. So in whole sign, because whole sign dedicates one sign per house, one whole sign per house, then Aries becomes the first, you know, the first house, if you will, in that construction. Taurus, the second house, Gemini, the third, and on around it goes. So we basically have started over astrologically. So the vernal equinox in astrology is kind of equal to Happy New Year. <laughs> oh, and there's one other thing. Because, okay, so the reason that it's off, and if you're listening to this in the morning, I'm not going to go into such detail that you go, huh? <laughs> Have some more coffee. No, it basically gets into a couple of things. One is, and this is kind of fun because you learn some things about the earth that you might not have known. Did you know that it's fatter at the equator than it is at the poles? I mean, as far as symmetric. So it's not a perfect sphere. And it wobbles. <laughs> Didn't we just talk about the moon wobble the other day? Yeah, and the moon doesn't wobble. The earth wobbles. <laughs> and and the earth wobbles on its axis. And basically what that does is it skews the alignment or changes the alignment about one degree every 71 and a half years. And that's the reason why a sidereal chart would have the sun in still Pisces, I believe, where tropical moves it into the next sign sooner. And the thing is, that's really confusing. If you're looking at planets like, let's say, Mercury, which is in Pisces right now by tropical, but you look up in the sky, Mercury's not in Pisces, not in the constellation of Pisces. So that get, does get a little bit confusing. Just the thing, you can Google up on it. Just look at the technical term would be precession of the equinoxes. That goes into a lot more detail, and, and it takes... 25,920 years for it <laughs> to make a complete rotation. 
But anyway, you can just look that up. Just know that it moves. It tilts about a degree per year. So over the course of most of our lives, we would see a degree and maybe a little bit more of, of a change. All right. I hope that you are staying safe. This virus is serious. Lordy. Saturn and Pluto and Jupiter and Mars and Neptune and the Sun and Aries and Earth. Goodness.